0: Welcome to episode 18 of the Deeper Than Work podcast. I'm your host, Dorianne St. Fleur. And if this is your first time tuning in, I just want to take a moment to introduce myself. I'm an HR expert, career strategist, and the creator of YourCareerGirl.com, which is a career development agency for top performing and ambitious women professionals. So this podcast, the Deeper Than Work podcast that you're listening to right now, is for women who know that career success is tied to personal success if you're not happy with your career it's hard to be happy with life and they also know that their career is more than just a job it's deeper than just work it's life so in today's episode I want to get down to the nitty-gritty I want to get real with you as to why you're not getting promoted you may have been at your job for a number of years, you're doing well, you get positive performance reviews, you just are 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 stuck though. You're like hitting a wall, you're not moving forward, you're not getting that promotion, things are not happening maybe at the at the pace that you'd like. You just can't figure it out. You're not, you know, you're not doing any of the red flags, you're not doing anything wrong per se. So what is it? Why aren't you getting promoted? So let's get into it. So over the course of my career, I've had a few promotions. I've had promotions. Um, so I started out as an analyst, which in financial services is like the entry level position. I Graduated from college and you know without any work experience, you typically start as an analyst. Within two years, I was promoted to an associate, which is, um, you know, okay. You have some experience under your belt. You're showing some leadership qualities, but you're not quite ready to branch out on your own. You can do things with direction. You take a little bit of proactive approach, but for the most part, you're kind of doing what you're told. So I was promoted to an associate. Um, it then took me about um, four years, and and I, and also a job change, and I was promoted to vice president, which is you're definitely more independent. You have some managerial responsibilities. You're managing either people or processes or or, or, pro- or projects, whatever. Um, but definitely more kind of owning. Thing so instead of going to your boss and saying, This is the problem, I've identified the problem, what should I do next? As a VP, you're like, All right, this is the problem, this is what I've identified as the solution. You cool with that? We good? All right, good. I'm going to go forth and do it. Um, so then after four years or so, I received another promotion, which is where I am now. Um, I switched industries and I am at a director level. And so, at director level, you are completely like autonomous. You, yes, you still have a boss. We all have bosses, we all have managers. But you are leading a lot of the initiatives that are happening. You're, you're running processes. You're running projects. You're facing off with senior-level people. Um, and there really is an expectation that you can thrive in an ambiguous situation. You don't need all of the instructions laid out and spelled out for you. You've been around the block. You've been there, done that. You have this experience and, you know, you can operate on your own. You're still checking in. You you know, you're still accountable to people. They're still stakeholders, but and if you need help, obviously you reach out and all of that. But the expectation is that you're not looking for someone to tell you what to do and to help navigate your day-to-day and how you're spending your day. There's a level of independence. So I say all that to say that there's a progression in your career. In everyone's career, there is a progression. And you, if you've been at a space where you're kind of not getting to the next level that you are operating at a level that's above you know what it says on your title then there's a problem obviously you want to continue to progress and to grow in your career along with promotions comes increased responsibilities it comes more more, you know, just authority and credibility behind what you're doing with, with, with as you progress. Also, it's tied to your compensation. Um, it's tied to what sorts of projects that you get to work on. There's just a lot that goes with your promotion. Plus, it makes you feel good to know that all the work that you're doing is being recognized and you're being valued and you're moving up in your career. So it's no surprise that if you feel like, you've been giving your all to a job, you've been giving your all to a situation, yet you're not moving up, you're not, you know, progressing at the rate that you would like, it's no surprise that you would start to feel resentful, that you would start to feel, you know, burnt out about that and, and feel like you're, you're stagnant and you're, you're hitting yourself up against the wall. So what are the reasons, though, that people don't get promoted? right you may be out there thinking yeah i am one of those people i've been you know trying to get this promotion for the longest but it just doesn't seem to happen what are some reasons well there's some you know, what i like to call like tier tier one reasons and then there're tier two reasons and the tier one reasons are to me they're pretty obvious mistakes that you should be avoiding but a lot of people kind of overlook them. So I just want to make sure that you're not breaking some of these tier one um, rules. So I'll go through what those are. Um, but and then there's tier two that people kind of don't even realize that they're doing. And these are the ones that are like, you. Th- th- these are for people who I'm doing everything right. So what is it? So I'll go through both of them just to make sure that we're thinking of everything. And if any of these apply to you, you can start to think about you know what you're doing. So these tier one mistakes, right? These should be obvious, but sometimes we're overlooking them. Mistakes. I'll go through them. There are 10 of them, and they're based on a survey of over 2,000 HR professionals across a bunch of different industries um, that was done. And basically, these are the top 10 reasons. Or, you know, or, or the top things why managers end up passing over people for promotions. So the top reason is for having a negative attitude. So it's one thing to vent and express yourself and to say, okay, this sucks. Or I'm not really feeling this that we need to do. That's one thing. But to constantly be negative, to be known as like the negative Nancy or the Debbie Downer in your department or on your team is not a good look. People don't want negativity around them. And so if you're that person who's always complaining and always negative and always, you know, cynical and kind of bringing people down, it's not going to be a surprise that you haven't been promoted. If you're constantly showing up late to work, don't be surprised if you're not being promoted. Being late all the time, people start to lack respect in, in you. They start to feel like they can't depend on you and that you're not reliable, and that's not a good trait of someone who wants to get promoted and move up in the ranks in their job. If you use vulgar or inappropriate language, I know some you know, company cultures are a little lax, so people do curse and do all of those things. But know your audience and know your surroundings. Like, when is it appropriate, when is it not appropriate? If you're not sure, if you're in a meeting, you know, with a top-level executive and no one is sure whether you're going to drop an F-bomb or not, like, that's not a good look. So you want to make sure that you're being appropriate and you are being in line with the culture that of the company that you're in. Leaving early or too early all the time so every again this is something again that's specific to your company but if you know you're leaving early and you're not getting your work done right it's not about just okay I've I've gotten my work done I'm doing everything I need to do I'm leaving early but if you're not completing your work or if your team members are sitting there till like seven eight nine o'clock and you're like running out the door You know, every single day and you're not lending a hand or not helping people out like that's just it's not a good look. It doesn't look like a team player. Um, If you take if you're calling out all the time, like something is always wrong, something is always going on with you. That's not a good look as well. If you're gossiping, if you're known as the office gossip, you're known as the person who's always going to spill the tea and, you know, don't tell you something or else it's going to get around to the whole office That could be holding you back as well. I've actually um, been sitting in promotion discussion conversations with managers and heard someone say, Yeah, this person does really well, but they are just always gossiping. They are always, you know, in the rumor mill. Like, this is something that managers consider when they're talking about should they promote a person or not. If you're spending a lot of time, on Instagram and on Facebook and, and, you know, Pinterest when you're supposed to be at work and people are walking past your computer screen and they see this or they see you doing all this online shopping, like that's not going to get you the, the promotion. It's going to look, even you could even be doing your work. You could even be, you know, doing everything you need to do. But the optics of that, how that looks, that you're always chilling and always kind of not doing work, it's just not. that's just not going to motivate a manager to want to put you up for promotion. If you're messy, if you're disorganized and just like your papers are everywhere and it's just like you're looking for things under papers, you don't know where you put things, you can't find emails when people come back to you, you're just disorganized, that is not going to go far with you. That's not going to go far with your manager to help you get the promotion either. Um, if you're always talking about non-work related things. You're always in a conversation. You're loud and just kind of like not focused. Everyone else is putting their head down and trying to do work, but you're over there in the corner gossiping about, you know, what's going on or what happened on TV. And all this stuff has its place. I'm not saying that work needs to be boring, but I'm saying if you're excessively doing this and there's no regard to what's going on at work, that also is not a good look for you. And lastly, if you're taking too many personal calls at work, like you're always on the phone, you're always in an office, uh, you know, like kind of sneaking on the phone, somebody's always calling that's that's non-work related and, and all of these things. All of these 10 mistakes that I just outlined, they should be no brainers. You should know that you shouldn't be doing this. And so there are a level of people that haven't even gotten past these mistakes And they're just not really that self-aware and so they're not sure why they're not getting promoted. But if they were to think about all of these mistakes and think about which ones they do and how that could be you know, seen by the managers and they're like, oh, okay, now I get it. <laughs> so my point was to kind of outline those, those first tier, that first level of mistakes that shouldn't even be on your radar. If you're sitting here saying, I'm not sure why I'm not getting promoted and you're doing two, three, four, five or all of these things, then that's a problem before you even go on to the next level of things that you need to make sure that you're not doing, you got to clean this up first. So this is like the entry level. At least these things should be in check before you sit and you worry about why am I not getting promoted? Why am I not going to the next level? Once all of that is situated, then you need to think about the next tier, tier two of things that you need to make sure you're doing or make sure you're you know, not doing in order to get to the next level in your career so let's say you've been at your job you've been doing what you need to do those 10 things that i just listed are not your problem that's not something that you do. You're positive, you're helping the team out, staying late when you need to, showing up early when you need to. You're reliable. You know, you're 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 you know you know what's going on with the team, but you're not the you're not the lead gossip. You're not always in drama or anything like that. You're doing your work, you're focused, you're organized, all of it. You're doing what you need to do. But you're still not getting promoted. Then what? Well, you need to pay attention to these three things that I'm going to go through and make sure that you're not doing these things as well because that, that too can keep you from getting promoted. So the first thing is you've got to make sure that you're doing more than just good. If you are in a space where you're not getting promoted. You, you can't figure out why. You've hit a wall. You know, your your manager can't really put his finger on it or her finger on it to tell you what it is you need to do next. Then take a, take some time to reflect and think, am I just doing good or am I doing great? There comes a certain level. Like When I just went through the progression of my career, do you notice that to go from analyst to associate just took a, a couple years, two years I was able to do that. To go from associate to um to vice president took, you know, three or four years. That that's a bigger jump because that's a more senior position. Right. To go from VP to director, I had to change companies and it took, you know, a few years and things like that for that to happen. So as you the more senior you get, in your career. And in my industry that I'm in, there's not that many levels to jump. I know some other industries, it's like promotions every 18 months or something. There's like a, an analyst and a senior analyst, then an associate, a, an associate this and that, and there's so many levels. And you'll find that in the the more junior you are in your career, those promotions happen like lockstep, like 18 months and two years and whatever, you're, you're hitting them. And then there hits comes a point to when you get a little bit more senior, The promotions don't come that quickly anymore because there's an expectation that it's not just check the box and do these things and then you'll be promoted. It's not just, oh yeah, you've been in the role for six months, 12 months, time for you to do the next step. There's really a level of taking it above and beyond. And that's what I mean by being more than just good. You need to be great. It's not enough to just check off the boxes for everything that's in your job description and just doing what you're assigned and just showing up and then going home and, and kind of not doing anything that's going to help you stand out. When you want to get promoted, when you want to get to the top levels in your industry and at your company, when you want to make it to the C-suite and all of the big goals that you have for yourself and your career, it's a matter of being great. It's a matter of figuring out where can I add value? What can, what new process can I uh, can I put together? Where Where is it that I can be proactive? These are the questions that you should be asking yourself in order to take it from just good to great. As women, and especially as women of color, it is increasingly more difficult and more challenging to make your presence known. I mean, whether you like it or not, it is what it is. You have an obligation to really work twice as hard to get the same level of results that other people can get. So, being good is not going to cut it. Being good is not going to take you to the C suite. Being good is not going to get you that, you know, $25,000 raise that you're looking for. You have to find ways to be great. You have to find ways to go above and beyond and to make your your impact felt. So that's thing number one that you need to make sure. Once you're not making any of those tier one mistakes, this is how you take it up a notch. This is how you take your career to the next level and how you make sure you get that promotion. You focus on being great. So look at people who are being great in your industry or at your company or on your team. What sorts of things are they doing? What sorts of alliances do they have? Who's in their network? How do they spend their time at work? how do they spend their time outside of work are they going to conferences are they taking up trainings to help them further their career what are they doing to go from good to great the second thing that you need to you know make sure that you have in check if you're trying to get promoted is you got to be confident I know it's so popular to talk about, oh, I have imposter syndrome. Oh, I am not, you know, feeling that confident. And these are real things. So I'm not trying to say that imposter syndrome is not real. But what I am saying is that you've got to move past that. You know, everyone, as human beings, we all have places where we feel we're falling short. We all feel like, you know, how did I get here? What am I doing here? I'm not good enough. We all have those feelings. But are you paralyzed by those feelings? Are you stuck? Are you not making the necessary steps? Are you not taking the necessary steps to move your career to the next level? Are you feeling sorry for yourself and not, you know, putting yourself out there, putting yourself in situations where you can take on bigger projects and take on stretch assignments and meet, you know, more people and and people with in higher levels that can really influence the trajectory of your career. Like if you're doing any of those things, you're only making yourself remain stagnant. It's hard for people to make a case to promote someone, to give someone additional responsibility, to make someone a manager or a leader if they just feel like this person will Break under the pressure, or this person is just not confident, and then and you're not selling your abilities and selling your skills. Think about if you're trying to, you know, you're you're going up for promotion. You've done everything you needed to do, and you're sitting now now in front of you know these senior level people. And you're like, you're, you're, you're cracking. You're cracking under the pressure. You're not able to shine. You're not able to show what it is you bring to the table and what your value is because you can't get out of your own head and you can't break through and you can't have that level of confidence to let them know that you're the right woman for the job. You can handle what's thrown at you. You belong here. You belong in this space. If you're suffering from, you know, lack of confidence, then this is really a huge impediment to career growth and to career success. The most successful people, they exude confidence. When you think about, think about the highest level woman at your company, the highest level person that you see there, there's an air of confidence about her. No matter what she's going through inside, no matter how she feels, or if she feels like she doesn't belong where she is, or she feels like you know there's some shortcomings, you'll never see that. There's a there's a certain confidence that she portrays to let people believe that okay this this woman belongs here. I'm gonna advocate for her and her career because I I see how much I see how bad she wants it. I see how much she values herself. If confidence is an issue for you, you've got to get that in check. If you want to get that promotion and you want to get to the next level, you've got to get your confidence in check. If you need to surround yourself with more positive people, if you need to start saying daily affirmations, if you need to hire a career coach or a success coach, whatever, but you need to get it in check. Get out of your head. Stop feeling like you're not good enough. Stop feeling like you don't deserve that promotion or deserve that raise or deserve these opportunities? Because those things start to come out. They start to seep out into everything you do. And it becomes obvious that you don't value you. So why would someone else value you? Why would someone give you that promotion or give you these opportunities if it's clear that you don't feel you deserve them? The final thing that you need to make sure that you're doing in order to get that promotion again so you're making sure you're not guilty of any of those tier one offenses you're making sure that you're not just good you're great you're making sure that you are exuding the confidence that you need then you've got to actually ask for it and it seems like so baseline it seems like so obvious but this is the step that a lot of people miss There's a saying that the squeaky squeaky wheel gets the oil. And that means the person who's asking for that promotion, the person who's putting themselves out there and letting their manager and whoever else is in charge of making these decisions aware of the fact that they expect this promotion, that's the person who's going to get that promotion. Managers are not mind readers. Right? They're not mind readers. You cannot, they don't know. There's no assumption that everyone who's sitting here wants to be promoted. There are people who are perfectly happy, chugging along, being a safe pair of hands, doing what they need to do day after day, putting their head down. They just want that paycheck. Let me just do what I got to do, get paid, and go home. And then there are people who are trying to take it to the next level and propel their career forward. Which one are you? And how would your manager know? If you're not stepping up and, and having those conversations, if you're not making your your ultimate career goals known, if if you don't if you haven't even set a plan for yourself, if you don't even know what your own career goals are, then how are you how do you expect a third party? So a boss or, you know, uh, an executive team or whoever makes the decisions, how would you expect them to know? what your goals are or what you want in your career. You are the CEO of your career. You are in charge of what happens in your career. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you understand that in order to really reach the highest heights of success, you're going to have to take your your career by the reins. You're going to have to take control. You're going to have to ask those questions. You should know what is the average time it takes to get from where I am now to the next level? How long does someone have to be in this seat until they get promoted? What sorts of tasks or responsibilities or projects or assignments do I have to do to get promoted? Is there anything lacking in my skill set that will keep me from getting a promotion? These are questions you need to be asking. You need to have frank conversations with your manager, with the people who are, you know, in charge of this whole promotion process at your company. You need to be having detailed, direct conversations with them and letting your expectations be known. If there is there any uncertainty, you know, in, is there anything that they see that is keeping you from taking it to the next level? You should know what the process is. You should know what the timeline is. You should know what the expectations are. They should know what your expectations are. So these are really some things that could explain why you've hit that wall. And instead of throwing your hands up and saying, oh, it's never going to happen for me. It's because of this reason or that reason. You know, I knew it. I knew I wasn't going to get that far. Really take a look and think about where are you falling short? Is it that you're just being good? Is it that you're not confident? Is it that you haven't asked the question? Think about where it is that you're falling short and today, make a plan today on what you're going to do to turn it all around. You deserve to be promoted. You deserve to be recognized for the value that you bring to the table and for what your contributions are to your company. So it's in your best interest to do what you need to do to make sure that you're on track. If it hasn't worked for you in the past, if you haven't been promoted in the past, it's time to figure out why and then make your deliberate plan to take you to the next level. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening to the Deeper Than Work podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, and tell a friend. We all know that there are not enough women in senior levels at at companies, all through corporate America. There are not enough women there. So don't keep this information to yourself. Tell a friend, let people know, let people understand what they need to do in order to get that promotion and to take their career to the next level. As always, if you have any questions at all that you'd like me to answer on the show, then you can send me an email to deeperthanwork at gmail.com, and I will talk to you soon.